Hello, everyone, and thanks for tuning in to another episode of the RFP Ultra Dads podcast. I'm your co-host, Mike Ubaldini, joined by my partner and fellow Ultra Dad, Brian Shane, talking all things ultra. Today's episode is proudly brought to you by our sponsor, Time on the Trails, building you a customized journey and experience out on the trails throughout the state of Arizona and beyond. You can find Time on the Trails at www.tottaz.com. Again, www. .tottaz.com. Now sit back, grab a tasty beverage, and enjoy Brian and I as we progress further down the trails. Left foot, right foot. Good afternoon. Can you hear? Hey, Mike. Hey, you gotcha. Got you loud and clear now. How are you? Good. Yourself? I'm well, thanks. Have Good. you uh, have you recovered? Um, you know, it's pretty much uh, completed an endurance event. So, you know, it's uh, it's one of those recoveries. I think it just takes a little time. <laughs> Therefore, uh, that answer is no. <laughs> It might take uh, the way things are shaping up. It might take uh, uh, maybe till this time next year to fully recover. Uh, that that's a good possibility. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say hopefully I can uh, regroup before the next trip, but um, yeah, I'm uh, maybe a year out right now for for recovery. <laughs> well, the way you're making it sound when you got back is it'll definitely be worth it. Yeah. 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 It, um, it, this is all very worthwhile. So it was, uh, it was a good weekend. It was a fast weekend, but, um, very productive. (laughs) I was wondering, that's good. That's, that's good. It sounded like it was, I was wondering, did you, did you stay in Philly or did you go down in the morning? No, we did. So a, a little recap for the audience here. Um, I completed one of three trips from Colorado to Pennsylvania driving. Um, so last rewind last week. Um, well, last Tuesday, actually, it was just dumping here, just coming straight down. And that was the day I, I had to, to pack and hook up my trailer and kind of get everything finalized before leaving on Wednesday morning. So Wednesday morning rolls around and I, I, of course I had to deal with trailer lights and I, I replaced the, the headlamps on my truck. So the, the truck is a 1995 Dodge diesel with 242,000 miles on it when I left. <laughs> um, and it was a very stressful uh, preparation so I, I put all these new components on without really testing them. So I, uh, yeah, I had these great LED lights, super bright, but, you know, for all I have known, they could have like gone just turned off in the middle of the night going down I-80. Like I just did not know how everything was going to work out. <laughs> so, and of course I'm hooking the lights up by that time it was like eight thirty Tuesday night and the lights were kind of giving me issues and it's the snow's just coming down. And I finally get to a point where I, I felt good about everything. 
went to bed, got up Wednesday morning and didn't pull the trailer. Didn't, didn't know exactly how to feel. Cause I was, I, I had some weight. I was, I was running a heavy load back and, um, <laughs> So I pull out and everything's glazed ice with just that dusting on top of it, just to make it slicker than anything. So uh, white knuckles getting out of the driveway, just out of the driveway. And I'm headed out of town. I'm driving up Hoosier Pass. So my, my first 10 minutes consist of having to go up and over the Continental Divide and like hairpin turns on the other side. So let me, so, let me but, interrupt here for a second. So one – Driveway's not that long, folks. It's it's probably a hundred feet, hundred yards. Uh, a couple a couple hundred yards. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. then the when the over Hoosier Path is that where we were running? Yeah, that's that. I had to go to I had to go to Breckenridge first to get a new windshield put on. Right. <laughs> so before I started this whole trip, you know, it'd been one thing if you know, yeah, let's get on the road and I'll just see how things work out. Well, I, I had to get to Breckenridge by eight a.m. for this appointment. So I'm on a timeline from the get-go here and I'm coming up towards Hoosier Pass and all I see is uh, taillights, a bunch of people stopped kind of going halfway up the pass you can see and something's going across the perpendicular with the highway. Well, here uh, a semi jackknifed. Mm-hmm. So last ditch effort, I I had a county road coming up on the left and this county road, you can do a detour around that whole section of the highway there. And that was the only option because I was afraid. I was literally afraid of stopping on that at that traffic. I don't I didn't know if I could get going again <laughs> just because of weight and traction. So I <laughs> hucked it, hucked it onto the, the county road. And it's it's all right going to the valley, but then you gotta climb up towards the pass and there's two turns that are pretty much almost like a 180 turn on an angle steep angle and there's about a dozen people behind me doing the same same detour (laughs) and by the time i'm climbing up now we're getting into like six eight inches of snow and it, it was just dumping all night up there and i was like oh like i haven't been nervous during a drive in a long time and i w- i was going up there i'm like all right you know if if i bail off the road like that's it this this trip's done um and there's plow trucks like backing up into the road that were plowing driveways. I was like, you guys got to get out of the way. I was like, I ain't stopping. I, my bumper's <laughs> bigger than your, your truck bed there. So I, I had like Mad Max kind of like visions in my head of just like plowing through trucks just so I didn't have to stop. <laughs> and I get to the, the, the first turn and I'm like, all right, come on, baby, come on. I'm like patting the dashboard and everything. I'm like, come on, come on, come on. And was able to pull through, and then I made the next left on the turn and got through that whole mess, thankfully. But um, got into to Breckenridge, made the appointment, but then I had to go through Summit County and up and over Eisenhower um, Tunnel, which is, you know, that was a whole mess in itself. So I was just creeping up, I think like 35 miles an hour is what I was doing up the hill. <laughs> so oh. it, it took me all the way till Denver to hit dry roads. 
Um, and that was, yeah, that was just, that was just like the first sliver of the road trip. So I've, and I think I texted you that I, I never thought I'd look forward to the Midwest to drive through only because it was flat, straight and dry. Like that's all I wanted. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Right. So, but yeah, it was, um, 60, uh, my average speed was 60 miles an hour crossing the whole country. Um, wow. and you know, but uh, these days, like everything's up to like 70, 75. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it was, it was, uh, it's like, I was telling Cindy, it was, it was like full on hundred mile mentality of just like slow and easy and just, you know, all in all, I got there pretty fast, but, um, but it was, if I could have done the speed limit, I could have shaved like six hours off that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I mean, unfortunately you didn't have that that ability in which to do so because you got one you got a what food quick math 16 year old truck right yeah yeah super old (laughs) with 200 and some odd thousand miles on it so and you're hauling the you know the sanford and son in the back yeah pretty much oh for sure yeah Uh, (laughs) yeah so yeah yeah but i'm glad you i'm glad you made it i'm glad you got uh some time with the family and got you know trip number one taken care of and it's progress man it's progress yep yep that was a, it was a huge step um like i said major stress reliever now um i was probably worked up for this trip for about two weeks prior just and i <laughs> i was so nervous i um i ended up doing a 24-hour fast through it all too um I, I think just nerves and just the stress level and making sure everything was dialed in. I ended up um, not eating until like dinner that night. I was somewhere in Iowa and I had like cold pizza. So that was the first time like <laughs> I even entertained eating something. So you just didn't have an appetite? I did not have an appetite at all. That's yeah. interesting. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it was good though. Like I didn't, I was just in a, I was a full on zone, you know, it was just, it was, I was just kind of dialed into the, to the truck and the road and how I was moving. But I mean, and I didn't stop. I took my first, well, my first and last, uh, uh, break probably just, you know, where, um, the biggest truck stop is in Iowa on 80. Yeah. I I almost got to that. I was, I was like 20 minutes shy of that. And I ended up pulling over for, I ended up just probably, I probably slept an hour in the truck. And then I just was, you know, the trucks are running by the, the, I was right on the edge of this storm, of course, coming through Chicago, you're going to have weather, but I was right on the edge of this um, storm. And all I was doing was listening to the wind rip through. So it was like, well, I might as well be driving if I'm just going to lay here and listen to the wind blow. So got back up, brushed my teeth, put on deodorant <laughs> and felt like it was a new day and just got back at it. <laughs> Cause, cause you, uh, I applaud you for putting on deodorant and brushing your teeth because of you wanted to have that hygiene intact in, in the event you saw somebody, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. There was, and I didn't see anybody. That was, I did go in for, I did buy a cup of coffee. I was all set up for, for, um, self-efficiency. So I had my camp stove, 
my uh, coffee maker all ready to go. But the wind and the rain was just starting to rip through. I was like, ah, I'll go in and buy a cup of coffee. So that was buying that. That was the only uh, interaction with the, with the human I I had, (laughs) but, well, but it was more for me though, you know, it's the same thing as, you know, brushing your teeth at, at an aid station. Um, you know, right. just that, that sense of kind of a new start it was a, a new day, So, <laughs> but it, uh, it started raining pretty hard. I had rain from like Chicago all the way through to Clark summit. And I, oh, I realized my truck leaks, um, when it rains out. So I had water dripping down the driver's door. Um, so I was getting a wet lap for a while until I shoved a grocery bag up into the, to the jam there. And that thankfully stopped it. So it was, it was, it was a ride, man. It was, it was quite the ride, but I, I had a lot of good conversations. I talked, uh, had Danny, uh, my friend, Danny Kupperman, she pretty much saw my Facebook post and like called cause she figured texting wasn't good on a road trip. So she, yeah, I, t- I talked sure. to her, her two different times. She checked in the next day. I talked to her when I was coming down Eisenhower tunnel. I haven't I've talked to her in a long, long time. So it's good to catch up with her. And she called me the next day and I told her I was almost in Pennsylvania. So she wasn't expecting that to be my location. <laughs> so it was good. Talk to Aunt Patty. She got me through like the, the twilight um, time. I, I found a good place to pull over for a break. So yeah, mom and dad chatted it up. So it, it was good. It was fun. So next round is uh, U haul U haul truck. So that'll be next month. So, well, you need to let me know. You let me know the date. What you're thinking from a date perspective next month and in May, and maybe I could see if I could join you. It sounds it sounds wonderful. Yeah, it does. <laughs> make <laughs> make a hellish road trip sound awesome. <laughs> <laughs> but I did, I did end it with your, uh, your podcast last week. So I appreciated all the, the shout outs there. And it was perfect timing. Cause I was, I just got off 80 for like how many States and got on 81. I was dropping into Wilkes-Barre area there and, and, uh, saw your, your podcast. Uh, so that was, you brought me home, man. You brought me, brought me that last 20 minutes in. So thanks. Well, good. Thanks for I'm that. Glad. that was good timing. We've, uh... <laughs> We we've done that for each other oftentimes getting us getting to this getting to the finish line. So that's yep. apropos. Yep. Exactly. It was perfect. It was it was lovely. <laughs> Good. Well and, and I know you you I know you have a uh, a couple loggers and uh I was gonna ask you too if uh, any of that because uh, you flew back. I did. I was wondering if you if you were going to uh if any of those trogues are going to make it back with you. No, I, di- I didn't know what TSA was, um, what they're like these days. So I actually, I did get pulled over in the uh, security line for uh, uh, ex- espresso beans and uh, sunflower seeds. So I can only imagine if there was a, a six pack of trogues in there. <laughs> oh, so you didn't check a bag? No, no, no. I just did carry on. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm running, yeah. I'm running light on the way back and, heavy on the way east 
Roger that. So, yeah. that. Well, speaking of cocktails, what is it that you got today? I've got um I picked up another Sierra Nevada, the uh which I've never had. It's a big little thing IPA. It's an Imperial. Uh-huh. So it is uh pretty tasty. I'll give it that with a, a nine nine percenter there. We got a niner. Wow. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so hey, what was it? Is it is it the hazy little thing? Uh no, big little thing. Big little yep. thing. Which I you know, I kinda like just the sounds of that. I can relate, so it's kind of cool. Nine percent. So, 9%, so I, I just looked mine uh, and mine's at eight. So I, I thought I was gonna I thought I was pretty proud about my eight percent. Catch up, uh, catch up, son. But mine's uh clown shoes. Uh Clown Shoes Galactica West Coast style IPA. Mm, so, tasty. Clown, this is so an East clown, Coaster too. Clown Shoes is the brewery. Clown Shoes is the brewery. It says brewed and canned by Clown Shoes Beer, Boston Mass, and Windsor, Vermont. Now I've had a Clown Shoes before, uh, but I I don't I've seen it out here, but I haven't gotten it out here. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, impressive. But yeah, it's an East Coaster. So, cheers. Salute on a, a successful trip one. Yep. One down. Two to go. Thank you. Thank so, you. So, and it's, it's, it's ironic or interesting, however you want to classify it, that, you know, what I texted you as far as today's topic, yeah. and I kind of, it, it, it's kind of like simpler times, right, is the topic, yeah. which, uh, I don't necessarily know if, if you're going to. <laughs> yeah. I saw that first. I was like, are you, are you just messing with me? Or what, 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 are we, what are we doing here? <laughs> so, I love out of context, so, but yeah, in, in some comparisons yeah, it, it is. Oh, right. Yeah. So we, you want to dive right into yeah, this? Yeah. up. <laughs> All right. So, so the con the context of it is, is, I was listening to a podcast and I forget what it was about, but there was, there was a point in it where uh, they were talking about parenthood being parents. Uh, And I got kind of lost in, in to the conversation. I was walking a dog and I, I'm like, huh, parenting, parenting now versus parenting our parents, parenting, right. That generation parenting. And, And what's, is it, is it different? You know, is it, well, one, yes, it is different, but is it simpler? Was it simpler back then? Cause they were, they were kind of saying that being a parent back then, right. And, and what they were necessarily saying was they were our age. So it was our parents' generation and them being parents. Was it easier for them being parents versus us being parents in, in today's age, in today's day and age? And you know, they were, they were definitely sold on, yeah, it, it was hell of a lot easier for our parents to be parents uh, back then. And, you know, they, I start, I started texting you some things, you know, you got social media, right? You got the, the 24 hour news, you got cell phones, you got, we have instant access to pretty much everything, whether it's in our hand, right? Or if you turn on a television, or open up a newspaper if you're reading newspapers anymore, or if you go to a news site, you know, it's just, it's overwhelming how much data we have access to. And with that comes all those stories, all that news, all that content 
whether it's, uh, you know, the violence going on, the, the social and, and civil and racial unrest, uh, just all that stuff that we, we have instant access to is, is right in our face, right? Now, back then, we didn't have the internet, right? We didn't, we didn't have, you know, the cell phones and, and the 24-hour news and all that instant access to everything, right? But then, so, so in that aspect, it, there, there, it could have been a simpler time, right? But here, my question was, is, and what I was thinking about, wasn't all that stuff still happening now? I mean, this stuff, this stuff, right, was happening, yeah, but it just wasn't as publicized, right? I mean, that's that was my thought. So, if it, it, was it, it was it just simpler because the technology, if you will, and we weren't as advanced, and I'm using bunny quotes there, was that the reason why it was simpler? Yeah, well, and it's you take their parents, our parents, compare. You know, you just do the comparison by generations. You know, and yeah, like some things are simpler. But then, you know, like what we've seen since, you know, our childhood, there's been a huge jump in the technology field, you know, because it was sure. Um, I think like AOL was kind of, you know, my second half of high school, you know, that was just barely on the surface. You know, I just still remember that dial up tone and everything, but you know, when you just take it from then till now, and now everybody's got their computer in their pocket pretty much and unlimited information mm-hmm. about anything in the world that you want to know can be found within seconds pretty much. Now, whether that's actual information or if it's just fabricated, you know, to make it look like it's it's true, you know, and that's where, you know, you can get down rabbit holes with that and not even just as parents, but the the kids and and the adults are just as guilty of of following this clickbait, pretty much you can call it. And you know, if it's if it's it's the funny saying, if it's on the internet, it must be true. You know, because <laughs> it's people take whatever they're reading on their devices or on their computers as you know the truth, whether whether it is or not. That's the question, and that's. I think that's a challenge we have as, as parents, just for ourselves, like what to believe and then what our kids are being led to believe and what our kids have access to, you know, and it's, you spend, you spend more money to be more comfortable and the more technology, you know, that it allows compared to, you know, even back in the eighties where, you know, it was the nightly news, you know, the 11 o'clock news and, 6 a.m. the next morning and that, that but that was it and now you have multiple channels just pumping pumping stuff out 24 7 like you said so it's i i don't see it being a simpler time right now so here's here's the key. Uh, it's interesting because you're talking we we're talking about the news there's there's just so many options out there right <clears throat> and there's, and this is what I was thinking about when I, when I was listening or my mind was going with the podcast is there's so many options out there with respect to 
obviously where we where, where we get our information from, right? Um, and <laughs> there's so many options out there that have good information and, like you said, fabricated information or or information that is uh, uh, perched up, if you will, to make it look better. So what are we supposed to believe? Because our kids, even us as adults, we're getting hit with this information at all, from all different angles, from all different sources. So there's so many options with regards to that. Let, let's, we'll, we'll change it up a bit just from, a, from like talking about nutrition, talking about food options, right? You go into a grocery store, right? And you talk the, the differences in options from today to 25 years ago, you know, how many different types of cereal are out there? And, and, you know, how many different options of, of, I don't know, salad dressings and just vegetables and fruit. There's so many different options out there. Does it make it harder for, for, for us as a parent to decide what's right and what's not right for our kid? I mean, I heard, I heard, I was listening to another uh, Dax Shepard podcast today, Brian, he was, he was talking about, uh, you know, we we as society we judge people uh, uh, from 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 a nutrition for, for oh, what yeah. they're eating you know so and he he broke it down he's like listen when when you're when you're scraping the barrel when you're when you're a a, a, a mother of four, four and you have three jobs and you're scratching the barrel to feed your kids and you're going to the grocery store you're not going to give a crap if what you're getting are organic or not organic you yeah, just want you're to get at price tags. You're looking at price tags <laughs> to get food on the table that, and you're going to do your best probably to get as something as nutrition that has as good a nutritional value as possible. Right. And, and then you're going to feed your kid. You're going to do whatever you can. Right. And I think that that's, that's the same, right. Across whether it was us being kids and our parents growing and our, us growing up and our parent and our parents raising us and us as adults raising our kids, we're going to do whatever we possibly can to, to take care of our kids. And whether we're making millions of dollars a year or millions of dollars a year, or we're making, you know, hundreds of dollars a year, you know, we're going to do what we can to put food on the table and we're not going to care whether or not it's organic. We're just going to, hopefully get something on the table. And I thought that was an, that was a pretty interesting conversation that I heard. Um, so there's those, there's those options out there, whether it's, whether it look at sports now, right. Um, there's, I, I would argue there's less sports, right. With, with so many schools out there uh, canceling sports, you know, we just, I don't yeah. know if you watch the NCAA wrestling uh, this past weekend, but Stanford's getting rid of their wrestling program. They just oh, had a yeah. national champion. How, I mean, that's yeah. awesome. Na- that's awesome. Champion, but the program's going away. <laughs> right. Exactly. So, so there's, so let's dovetail into this a little bit. So they're, they're, they're taking some programs away. Right. And I wrote down um, at home versus out and about how, how many more kids because of technology, because the advances of technology, because all these tools that we have, the computer in our pocket, how many more kids, you talk about gaming now, right? You know, we had yep. Atari and freaking Nintendo back then. And yeah, we, I played those games, but I played those games in between baseball games and wrestling matches and sh- stuff yeah, like that, that, right? That was kind of like recovery time when you exactly. look at it. 
you know, exactly. that was that was recovery. <laughs> so but that, now, was, that wasn't every day, all day. Uh, you know, now you have are you having less kids going out for teams because they're 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 one they might be more focused on one sport rather than multiple sports, but maybe they're not interested in sports because there's just not as many options as there were. People aren't going outside, right? People are staying inside because we have access to all these tools and resources internally. So is, is that making it, is, is, is that, is that, is that making it simpler or is it making it more difficult? Is it because, you know, when, when we were growing up out in Mountain View Village, we would leave the house at eight o'clock in the morning and we wouldn't come home to eight o'clock at night during the summers. And our parents, at least, again, I mean, I think we talked about this. I don't think they really worried about us, you know, concerned, even though we were out gallivanting all throughout Clark Summit, riding their bikes, jumping <laughs> yeah. things and doing who, who the hell knows exactly. What. You know, Once we link that trail up to our neighborhood and then you could drop down across the tracks and into, into like Rite Aid or whatever, you, you know, go down to McDonald's. Yeah. McDonald's. Yeah. Right. Like that, that's when the world opened up, well, <laughs> but, but yeah, so like our parents, they're not looking at our GPS tracking unit, you know, and, and, right. you know, hemming and hawing over that, you know, I think our parents' biggest concern was, they we didn't get back in time for when dinner was on the table. I mean that that was the right. biggest concern at that time. Not necessarily where we were, or what we were doing, but we're not back when we should have been back. Right. So, yeah. So there's that, and then talk about other options out there, right? You know, just you know, back. I think back then, growing up, I from a from a, another concern might have been is, are we going to a beer party out in the woods? You know. Versus, yeah. which is like nowadays, all, <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe not even in the woods. Yeah, uh, Burger King so, parking lot was fun. There times. you go, <laughs> back of South Campus. What? Uh, <laughs> so you you have that versus versus now, uh, you know. You got you know hell marijuana is legal in a number of states these days. Right. Yep. Yep. Now, now, is there is is the concern about smoking weed and and doing and ha- and and doing uh uh God, why am I thinking? Why am I missing the boat here? Uh, gummies is 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 the concern. It, it's a different world, right? It's a different perspective from twenty five years ago versus the 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 view and the judgment on on marijuana is a hell of a lot different from from now from then to now i mean obviously there's been proof medical science if you will that there there is benefits to marijuana and we might get people that beat us up for that but think the perspective on that has changed also the perspective on alcohol has changed so you know but there's uh, there's all these there's more drugs now or at least there is going back to that technology there is more exposure to drugs like meth i mean I'm sure yeah. meth was around when we were growing up, but I never heard of meth. I heard of marijuana and cocaine. Yeah. Pretty much it. And yeah. acid. That was pretty much the three that I heard <laughs> of growing when I was, you know, when I was 12, 13, 14. Yeah. Those are the heavy hitters for sure. And now you look at it, it's heroin. I mean, heroin's almost more of a problem than, than marijuana. I know in some of these areas out here, um, 
And it could also be that with, you know, marijuana being legal, then that takes some of the appeal away from the, the teenage crowds. You know, it, it almost has been desensitized just by making it legal. So yeah, we can get beat up for that too, but that's just kind of what I've seen. But now it, it almost is these, unfortunately, like these heavier hitters are, are taking its place, which that's, that's definitely, you know, very concerning. So that's an interesting point. That's an interesting point. So you're saying with marijuana, it's, it's more, it's like back then it was hard to get, which made it more. Yeah. Attract attractive versus now it's kind of now it's legal it's it's legalized in in some states so it's not as attractive for, so let's go look at this other stuff over here that yep that yeah we can't it's harder to get yeah that's interesting ooh so we can't do that well let's let's give this a run see what happens interesting another thing I wrote down is again it's arguable is it simpler or not simpler kids are I I think I mean. Hell, my daughters are a hell of a lot smarter than I was at that age. You know, I think kids are more advanced. Kids are more mature in today's day, I think. I think for the most part. I mean, yes, you're going to have the derelicts like we were growing up. But, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I think well, – and maybe this is an overreaching statement that's not accurate, but I think kids are more advanced. And it, is it because of – you know, the, the technology and because the data that they have exposure to and access to is making them more advanced and it could be seen as a, po- a positive thing and it also could be seen as a negative thing too. Yeah, know? yeah. Because yeah. Posit- positively, they're like, all right, well, now we know what the downside of drugs may be or alcohol may be or XYZ may be versus um, – so we're not going to get involved with that versus, oh, wow, this is – if I take this and this is the way I'm going to feel, oh, I'm going to go over here. And then you got the whole, the whole you know, sex conversation going on too. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that exposure. And, so. yeah, that, I mean that's, that's all right accessible in your pocket as well too. And it's – Yeah. A lot of this though too, you know, it's – and, you know, I obviously wasn't a parent – back when our parents were parents, but just looking at the overall stress level, it seems like in, in these days and present times of, you know, knowing more, like we've been talking about, you know, knowing more can also lead to stressing more because you just either want to know more or, you know, it just, there's, there's a lot, it seems to me from my perspective, there's a lot of stressful parents and we've talked about like the helicopter parents and then now the the new lawnmower parents um you know that's a high stress level that they're carrying around all the time wondering where their kids are at you know trying to track them down to know what they're doing and where they're at and everything well that that stress and that could be in sports and education too just wanting 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 you know the most for their kids which can have good intentions but the outcome could could be more of a unhealthy relationship and create an unhealthy atmosphere there. You know, it's just that that stress load that the kids are seeing that 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 does trickle down to them. And then all of a sudden there's underlying stress levels within the kids, you know, making sure they're performing 
where they should be or getting the grades they should be or, you know, eating what they should or shouldn't be, you know, that constant, constant level there. And the, the overall health then for both parents and kids is just leading, you know, and they're not getting outside, you know, they're staying inside, they're not getting out, they're getting that fresh air, getting vitamin D and all that. I just see this kind of almost like a snowball effect of, and now you throw the pandemic on top of that and they're being told to stay inside and don't go outside. And, you know, you know, everybody's just stuck in their homes and, you know, parents are watching this 24 hour news and they're just getting fed, you know, whatever that news station wants them to hear, you know, and it's just kind of, you know, how, how does that, how does that change? And it, it, that's it. The parents need to take control and get behind the wheel of that one. I think that's, that's really interesting. I'm actually writing a note down. But yeah, yeah, because that that's this well, because it's all like you said, it's all like a snowball effect, because you think about it now. We're we're our were our parents less stressed or did they were one were our parents less stressed back then? The other component is that uh, to that is did they have less to be stressed about back then, right? Now, let's 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 dig into that a little bit. We're parents. You and I are parents, right? There's a number of people that listen to this. I think most people that probably listen to this are parents, yeah. okay? Except maybe Tanner. <laughs> yeah, I know Tanner listens yeah. to it. He's not a parent. Yeah. You know, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I got to uh, take another but, drink. <laughs> but the majority, the majority of people that, that hopefully we are exposed to our parents. Right. And being a parent is hard, man. It is stressful without you. You block out every other thing that we're talking about being a parent. Just keeping heartbeats right? like it's, that in itself, it, nothing else, just heartbeats. <laughs> we're responsible for another human being. Yeah. Okay. I mean, just think about that. Let that set in, which is crazy. You, you think about us growing up and the way we were, think about the way we are. Yeah. And we still have responsibility. There, there is kids. some fear in there. <laughs> so yes, there's so there's that level playing field that being a I think being a parent, no matter what generation and what time period, was difficult. And then there's circumstances outside of our control. You know, you factor in the pandemic now, right? You factor in some of the nonsense that's going on around the country with the, the mass shootings and stuff yep. like that. There's all there's all that stuff going on as well that's that's causing the stress level to increase i but here here's what i i i think that there's a lot of those circumstances again across the time periods yeah that were there they were there those circumstances were there situations shit was happening no matter what time time period we were in right so then then you have that that added level of potential stress nowadays though and you hit this right you hit it where are we getting our source what sources are we getting our information from and those sources tend to typically provide you with what they feel you want to hear and then whether whether it's up to us to listen or not and i think more people are listening listening because 
no matter what the source is, Brian, no matter what the source is, there, there's so many sources out there. It's hard to block it all out, right? And what I, as I was wait, thinking, the note that I wrote down is have your own mind. Yeah, yeah, you know? exactly. And, and listen, you you know me. I'm the first one to admit I I I am I will never be a perfect parent, never. Yep. But we're making we're, we're making progress, and you know a lot of the stuff. And I know you're you're kind of the same way here. Is that we block a lot of that noise out. Now there's noise that yep. gets in, and there's there's stuff that we we let take. There's stuff that we listen to. Unfortunately, there's stuff that gets in that that causes our mind to start percolating. I mean, we're we're delivering the content on this every week, and that's this is part of the process, right? We want to deliver this content. We want to get this information out there. But and I lost my train of thought. But we're I'm trying. What we try, we, what we need to be able to do is have our make our own freaking decisions for ourselves. You know, and it, I get it. It's hard not to be influenced by things okay i get that it's hard not to be influenced by things but the great thing about it is we get to make that choice don't we yeah yeah totally yeah and it's and i I think i'll bring awareness levels back into this conversation and i think i tend to do that i'm I'm noticing patterns here but but i think that's true in, in situations like this and being able to take a step back, you know, when, when you are being fed somebody's agenda or certain information, you know, it's, it's good to take a step back and maybe, maybe play devil devil's advocate or just maybe examine where this resource is coming from, you know, rather than just being, you know, the, the sheeple, like nodding your head, wide wide open eyes okay okay yep you're right you're right you know just be aware of the information be aware of who's giving it be aware of who's around you listening and then poke holes in it man yeah poke holes in it. exactly questions. and then use your own mind to make a decision whether it's for you or for your family and but we're social creatures so you know, yeah, we're, we're going to interact with other people that aren't on the same page or have the same beliefs. And even our kids are going to school and they're, they're hearing stuff that, you know, sometimes you could tell <laughs> it's obvious that these kids are just regurgitating what they're hearing at home. They're coming into the classroom oh, yeah. and just spewing it out there. And, you know, my kids are coming home saying, you know, Johnny said this or that, and he thinks this, this guy's a bad guy because of that. It's like, okay, well, you know, and break it down. And, and, and that, that's a lesson to, uh, to, uh, can you hear me? I got, Uh, I got you. Okay. Did you get a call? Did you get a call or did I maybe? I didn't get a call. I'm on. Okay. I'm on airplane mode. Maybe it was me. (laughs) Good to lose you though. I no, we're good. Okay. We're good. Sorry about that. No. So you were you well, and then Bear. Uh, yeah, there you go. So he's answering your call. So <laughs> yeah, right. He 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 may have sent somebody who was calling and interrupted the podcast and that got him a little upset. Uh, so that circling back to what you're saying, and I didn't I didn't hear like the last 10, 15 seconds of it, but I think going back to the kids, right? Yeah. You know, and, and uh, get, us getting as exposed society, to information that 
that we technically don't have any control over, you know, them, them hearing, you know, stuff when they're not in our surrounding area. So that, right. And I think that, I mean, that's, I think that's the same across time periods, right? You know, our parents didn't have any, our parents didn't have any control of what we heard in school. Right. Um, You know, the other thing was the time period is right. You know, kids want to be, I'm going to take kids back. I'm going to take that term kids. Humans, we want to be liked, right? We want to, we want to fit in, right? You know, we want to be accepted, right? So the whole poking the holes in that theory, sometimes people tend to be a little bit less uh, uh, um, aggressive in asking those questions, in poking holes in that logic because they don't want to maybe upset that other person and they want to be accepted into their group. And I think that's, that's standard across all time periods. The other thing you mentioned was awareness, right? And what I've, <laughs> what I've, I've been experiences, experiencing is the more I've become aware of things, the more freaking stress I have. Yeah. Well, and that's, that, that sums all this up is, the more access you have, the more stress it can create, you know? And I think that is almost, you, you take all these bullet points and that, that almost answers the question if these are simpler times or not, because we have so much access that in the long run, all it's doing is creating more stress. Yeah. But dude, um, the, the, you think about, you, you talk about the bullet point, right? The options that we have, the access to information that we have, the resource, the more resources that we have. A lot of these bullet points, although they have caused more stress, they have made things simpler for us too. Yeah, to a certain extent. <laughs> right, right. In, in, in real in real time, you know, in real time and and access in that amount of time to to find an answer, you know, place an order, you know, or, yeah, or even but... find direction, find directions now. Like I, I left Wednesday without looking at like one paper map. It's like, okay. Like, and I, granted it's like three roads that I took, but it's still like, we are so dependent on, on the technology now that it does make simpler times in that aspect. But then once everything, everybody thinks they know everything, then, you know, that's, that's when I think these, these civil wars are starting to, mm. to pop up because there is more information. And yeah, yeah, before it was like somebody got in a fight on the street. Nobody's not going to know about that. But now there's real-time video on Facebook Live. And, you know, then it's, it's being posted across the country and going viral and everything. And everybody's up in arms before, you know, that would have happened. And, you know, they'd probably maybe duped it out and then slapped hands and went their separate ways. Well, that's the thing, right? Back in our, back in, like, oh my God, are we getting to, to that point in age? Back, back in our back time. In Iowa, back when I was a kid. <laughs> you know, you had we to disagree. Up both ways. Yeah, yeah, in the snow. Mm-hmm. Below 30, 30, 30, it was 30 degrees below zero. Uh, Both legs broken. 
Yeah, that's right. We had to crawl. Uh, <laughs> you know, back then you had a disagreement with somebody. You went and you went into the parking lot. You had a fight. You punched each other in the face, and then you know the next day in school, black eyes and bloody noses. You're like, all right, dude. And then yeah. was, there was respect. Now you know it's it's a whole different ball game. But you you mentioned the funny thing is I got two points here. The funny things you mentioned the paper map, right? I was out at lunch with the a business partner on Friday and we were talking about, we were talking about traveling and, you know, even, even a decade ago traveling, right. And how we used to go places and it was, uh, you printed out the Google maps or the map quests. Map right? quests. Yep, yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly. funny or, that you mentioned that. Or triple a, if you had triple a, you'd go get a trip, trip tech. Yeah, yeah, the trip tips. Yeah, like I felt like I didn't have any of that. <laughs> That's awesome. the long, the long skinny mat. <laughs> That's yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, but you're, yeah, you're but you, you know, is it is is it simpler now? Yeah, at the time being. But then once your battery dies, or you know, there's a glitch on the phone, it's not it's not so simple anymore. Compared to the triptych, oh yeah, hey, open that console, would you? Yeah, get the triptych yeah, but out. When the, yeah, but when the triptych <laughs> flies out the window or you leave at the last rest stop, what are you gonna do, man? Well, that's your so, damn I mean, fault. That... <laughs> <laughs> Run. <laughs> so that's interesting with the technology, though, know, because you, you're right. I, well, here's an interesting thing. Here, so there's two points of the technology. So we could be we could become better parents with access to the technology and access to the resources and access to the data that we have, right? So if we're if we're struggling with something, whatever it may be, right, we could we could go to Google and and pretty much find an answer, right? <laughs> exactly. Would you agree with that? Now, whether the answer is <laughs> accurate, whether the answer is the best answer, I don't know, but it's there. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I did, well, no, I did it last night after coming home from work. Um, Timber got into, devoured half a pan of uh, chocolate fudge. Oh, Jesus Christ Almighty. And well, the, the vet said, were they special? Was it special fudge? I was like, no, no, no. It's, it wasn't, it wasn't Colorado fudge. It's just regular, you know, grandma cooking. Um, but I, I did not, I, w- I went back and forth. I was like, ah, oh, do I call them? Do I not? But I, on the way home, you know, Google to the rescue. I was like, eh, let's just see what things say. And after a couple scrolls through, I was like, you know what? I think I should call the vet. And, you know, I'm glad I did. So nothing bad happened, but, but yeah, it was, it was that moment where it's like, okay, let me just Google this real quick. And I'm glad I did because <laughs> now she's eating charcoal for the whole day to, uh, she's okay. She's our, yeah. Oh yeah. She was fine the whole time. They made her like pretty much heave everything up and then gave her charcoal to eat with every meal for a day and a half. So but yeah, yeah, she's good. She's good. It was a uh, it was a bad bad mistake on my part to leave a dog in a backhoe with uh, two tin foil wrappers of uh, brownies or fudge. So <laughs> it was good fudge too. Um, I'm sure Timber thinks so as yeah. well. Oh, in but, two minutes, man. But yeah, back to back to your point that it is simpler times for 
that situation in itself. It's like, okay, Google to the rescue. But here's the thing, right? We do we rely on that too much? Yeah. Yeah, I think I think I think so. And I'm not talking just the Google thing. I'm just talking about the easy thing, right? Yeah. You know, we I I think we revert and it's just our human nature. We we revert to that comfort that that it's it's easier it's it's easier to go to Google, right? And find the answer versus just kind of putting your head down, focusing on it and seeing if you could work yourself through the issue on your own without any, you know, any other resources. And I think that's, that's where I think there's been a huge disconnect over the years. I think in many instances, that's where we kind of lost our way, right? With, with a lot of things that are going on in the world is that we've relied on those comfort that that those there's those things that are comfortable and those things that we could get the quick fix and quick get the quick answer versus you know what you know what i'm 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 gonna just keep working at this i'm gonna keep trying this and if i if if i continue to keep cutting my hands because i can't get the wrench in there i'm not gonna go get a new wrench i'm not gonna go do this that or the other thing i'm just gonna and maybe it's being stubborn you know maybe that's being stubborn and hard-headed, but and I mean, that's the generation of our parents, right? Yeah, figure it out, and that's where but, yeah, that's where a lot of this technology and and easy access we've we stop thinking for ourselves, like you said, like right. use your own mind. There we, you go. Stop thinking for ourselves, and it because it's it's harder to think for yourself, really, when you think about it. Um, and there's not that instant gratification. You know, and I think delayed gratification is almost becoming a thing of the past where, you know, putting in the time, putting in the work, you're not going to see results right away. But if you can mm. say, stay consistent, then it, 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 it will happen. But it's and that's a real challenge, I think, with the kids today, because they are so used to having, you know, the answer at the, the tip of their fingers right there and just you know, there's the patient levels, I think are, are going down, you know, and, and just nobody is able to tolerate putting in a little extra time. So that don't blame that on the kids, man. Don't blame. No, it's, just it's on the kids. Adults too, us, yeah. us as adults yeah, are like, the same way. What do you mean? What do you mean? Yeah, no, it's, but, and again, but where are the kids getting it from? Well, cause well, it could be stress, that stress level of parents trickling down. You know, there's two aspects of that, right? Though, because they, I mean, the kids, they grew up with it. They grew up with technology. They grew up with instant access to everything, right? Yeah. And now, as adults, we got accustomed to and comfortable with being able to get the answer that we need immediately at our fingertips, rather than you know what, I'm not going to look for this. I'm going to work this out myself. And you're right. It it does. We as parents can can uh, condition kids to not not look for the instant gratification but you're you're right but it's not just the kids yeah it's no i agree the kids were surrounded by it yeah no no and and i think we've in our lifetimes we're evolving in that direction because we've we started out you know before 
screens were around. I mean, it was Saturday morning cartoons pretty much. That was like the most screen time at, in, in one sitting you could have, or like if Dukes of Hazard was on, you know, that, that was, that was it. So we've gone from that into where the addiction is just as bad with us, you know, on screens. So, but, um, it's like dopamine. I mean, that, that all that is real and all that, um, addiction and everything to, to the devices. I mean, that's, that's across the board. I mean, that's, that's three-year-olds all the way up to their grandparents. It's, and that's, that's the concerning part that I see is, everybody's needing just to stay plugged in as much as possible, almost 24 seven. What? Yeah. Here's, here's something I, I forgot. And you just reminded me of it. Right. In, in, when we were talking a little while ago, I was thinking about like the, we we're talking about the stress and the anxiety and how that has built over the years. And I, I'm going to probably screw this up as far as how I want to articulate it, but, um, the the level of competition, right? You know, and what I mean by that, Brian, is we have to. There, there is the <laughs> there is the perception that we have to compete all the time, right? Um, so, whether it's sports, whether it's academics whether it's, you know, how, what your bank account looks like or the car that you have in your driveway or the house that you're living in, you know, you go, you go back to when our, again, back to technology, you go back to when we were growing up, we didn't see all that crap going on, you know, now with social media and, you know, the instant access to cameras and videos and FaceTime lives and all that stuff. Oh yeah. You know, and, and then you you get the that are out there that are making these videos and 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 sharing this content out there in social media and uh, positioning themselves in a way that isn't true, right? Yeah, you know you yep. could get I I could show you how to make a million dollars in two days. I do it X yeah. Y and Z, you know so. Just click here to subscribe. And you let's let's talk. <laughs> you know you got. Two daughters. I have two daughters, right? You talk about, you know, the way women are are portrayed out there in magazines and you know, on TV and all this stuff, right? Well, you need to look like this, right? Yeah. Men, men, I mean, there's. there's I was gonna a, say, guys, guys too, you know. Yeah. Dad bods yeah. are cool, you know. Right. They're trying to become <laughs> all the rage, but yeah, it's still there's still pressure. And out there. so you got to compete right and then there's that, that that sense because of the information that we're getting and downloading and digesting and listening to mm-hmm. there's that feeling that we again society and culture have to live up to those standards yeah and those standards quote unquote we didn't necessarily know what those standards were 30 years ago we didn't yeah. I mean we didn't I mean we just weren't exposed to it as much as we are today. And I think that's a huge difference that makes things harder today than they were back then. Oh, for sure. Well, uh, on top of that, you add in like the the whole cyberbully aspect to mm-hmm. it as well. I mean, before you know, if the, if 
if there's bullying happening, it was during the school hours, you yep. know, and maybe afterwards, but almost, you know, home was almost like a safe haven for a lot of these kids Good point. where that it all shut down. But now if they're on devices, which I mean, majority of kids are that cyberbullying continues around the clock. Yeah. Now too. So there, I mean, there's that whole part of it and, you know, it just, there's, it complicates. I think we're simpler times. I, I would almost say more complicated times, <laughs> you know, compare in comparison to. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I agree with that. I do. It's definitely more complicated. Uh, but there, I mean, there, there was still, there was still, there's shit that we deal with now that we, they, our parents weren't dealing with back then and they're you know what i mean yeah um and there's stuff that our parents were dealing with back then that we're not dealing with now because we collectively have solved those problems right now the there's more problems that surface and you know there's going to be problems that our kids deal with as parents uh oh i could only i could only imagine yeah we imagine right now spaceships and getting mars up and yeah Yeah. and all that nonsense are we we going to mars this weekend or what 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 are we doing are we gonna get zapped up there this weekend are we going going to the beach or the mars i don't know right so i mean that's another thing is the beach even gonna be here or is everything is is you know is arizona gonna be the the place to go to the beach in a couple years yeah 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 it's oh i could drink a Another six pack after those kind of thoughts, but I know, right? Day, day by day, day by day. Here. But it, I don't it is, know, man. Sim- I, simple, not so simple. I, I think we'll let the audience uh, decide on. <laughs> on that I don't. One. I don't. I don't think there's an answer. To be honest with you, I don't. I don't think. Listen, if you if here's the here's the. The great thing, if, if it was this easy, is that if you took us and even our parents, right, and you put us all back 25 years ago from what we what we know now, yeah, sure, it would have been easier. It would probably be easier. I don't know. Maybe it wouldn't. Maybe we maybe we have too much awareness now of the things that are happening around us that would make it even more difficult 30 years ago to be a parent. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, well, and you take it back to probably more of our grandparents, but, you know, the whole Vietnam draft, like, you know, that, you know, not knowing if your high school kid is going to be, you know, pulled up on the draft and everything. I mean, I can't even imagine that scenario. And that was, you know, you know, during simpler times, but then you, you throw that kind of aspect into it and it's like, oh my gosh, like, can't even, can't even imagine well, that's an interesting point because it quote unquote again simpler times, right? It, times were so simple. Why we were at why were we at war then? Yeah, we're at war now. You yeah. know, I mean, there's going to be wars that continue to happen in the future. Yeah, you know, if things are so simple, why are we why are we at war? Ego, power, money, greed. Yep. You know all that all that stuff. Yeah, I mean that's just how you. I mean, our whole history is filled by which war was occurring. So, I mean, it's war, war is a business <laughs> and war, I mean, war will continue, you know, throughout the mankind, I think. 
in some fashion or another. Whether the aliens start playing a role in it at some point, <laughs> who knows? I thought they would have been here by now. The way the way things are going, I, they're about two months late on my watch. <laughs> I don't know, dude. There's, there's, there's folk running around this country or this world that you have to wonder. I mean, I'm sure people look at us figuring, oh, these guys are like aliens. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Idiots are aliens. <laughs> yes, sure. <laughs> Absolutely. You're drinking a 9% beer. I'm drinking an 8% beer. Elena just brought me in a second one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, I cracked that second one. I started my first one earlier, though. So, But, yeah, I mean, I'm – with all this technology and everything, I'm probably not the best one to talk to because I'm actually trying to go in some terms the opposite way. Like I'm trying to get back to more, more traditional grassroots way. Like I'm, I don't want to rely on all this technology to, to drive my vehicle and, you know, the, to plug a laptop in to, to fix uh, an, an issue at the mechanic shop and everything. I'm just trying. I'm trying to keep as simple as possible as long as possible. I guess. Okay, so, so what are you gonna do? Like get a horse and buggy? It, it's possible, man. It's so possible. <laughs> if I could, you know, if I could do horse drawn uh, logging, I mean that's that. I, well, that's, to, that's what I'm. You're, uh, but that's the kind of stuff I like. I I want to go back into how did they used to do things rather than. How are they going to be doing things? I think that's great. You're headed back east. You're going to have <laughs> access to the Mennonite and Amish folk a couple hours away. Yep. I think you should you should bring your your stencil and your pad <laughs> down, take and start doing. You, some well, you know, you know our new term now um, with with the family is it's it's called the Shamish. That's a, that's what we're gonna do. I'm getting back uh, there. We're, we're growing our beards, you know, just the bottom part, not so much the top. And what uh, was yeah, the, uh, grassroots. <laughs> what was the uh, what was the the bowling movie with? Uh... <laughs> yeah, with uh, Bill Murray. No, yeah, Bill Murray. Yeah, was yeah, in yeah, yeah. And, uh, King uh, Randy Quaid, Kingpin. Kingpin. I think <laughs> I might have to pull. I'm thinking I might have to watch that tonight. Cool. Keep keep me in mind, would you? <laughs> yeah, I definitely will. I definitely will. No, but I, I think, I think that's how you're going to get ahead in the in the future. So, uh, horse and buggy, horse and buggies. Yep, or sim- or simplify. Just grow. Yeah, so self sustained. How about that? That and that's kind of Min- where I I enjoy minimal, min- minimalism. Minimalism. Yeah, minimalism, but. That self-esteem, just being able to rely more on, on yourself and your neighbors. That's kind of, that's my, and that's kind of how I've treated out here. It's, we're not relying, you know, I'm, I'm not complaining about county, not plowing my roads. You know, if I can't get out, I'm going to plow it myself. And then, you know, if neighbors have an issue, I help them out and then vice versa. And I think that sense of community is really and bringing the kids in into it, you know, showing them how we we help each other out and we don't expect pay or we don't expect anything in return for just offering out help. I believe that happens. It, it's it's in pockets, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yep. And, and I mean, I 
listen, I think that's that's an, that's an answer. That's one of the answers that we need is is we we have to stop we have to stop relying on let me rephrase that let me rephrase that we have to stop expecting things to be done and given to us yeah yeah i think we've gotten very very comfortable Hi. with that Hi. <laughs> i i think we have to start and when I say we, I'm talking about society, big picture. Yeah, exactly. Because there's people out there that do this, you know, present company included. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I just, I, I think they're spot on, man. I, I think, I don't know if we necessarily need to do a horse and buggy. No, or anything yeah, like you, that, but... you brought that up. <laughs> <laughs> you, you started. Yeah, I was going to uh, say, don't you put those words I, in my mouth. <laughs> but I think, I mean, I, I think if we could just re- rely on each other, and what I mean by that is re- working with one another to solve our problems collectively. Yeah, exactly. You know? Well, you look at it like an ultra run. You know, people aren't pushing you out of the way if you're if you're having trouble, or a uh, uh, majority of people will be checking in on you. You know, if, or if you come yeah. across somebody sitting on the side of the trail, you know. You, Ask if they need water, you need calories or anything. It's, it's not just shoving an elbow in their face so you can be one person ahead at the finish line and have a better ranking. You know, it's, it's, it's not like that all the time. It's checking in on your neighbor, making sure they're okay, making sure they're not going to get into trouble where they're at. You know, and it's, I think we just need to apply that mentality more and more out here you know, and, and where things are going to where everybody's just being secluded into their shells, into their houses and, you know, on the devices is the opposite direction of where we should be going. We should be outreaching and working together and not fighting with our neighbor all the time and their views. And, you know, if they're vegan and I'm a carnivore, you know, it's, it's not, those things aren't important. So we should, we should just really help each other out in the long run and that that would change that would change a lot i think that's i think that's a great way to tie a bow on this man that was very well said thanks well just yeah love thy neighbor right (laughs) yeah apparently we lost we lost that concept at some point we did we did and i think we've almost watched it disappear just in our our generation, our, our lifetime so far. I don't know about disappear, but there's a hell of a lot less. Yeah. But I think, I think there's, there's some out there, man. There's, there's some things I see on a weekly basis that kind of makes me smile. Oh yeah. Be like, yeah, it's, there's some things out still out there. There's some, there, if we have been, if we were, if we again, collectively get, have, could do a better job sharing those types of stories. I think this world would be a hell of a lot better yep. place. No doubt, hundred percent. You know, and it's just bringing more attention to those little acts because those little acts are yep. are what's going to make the difference here. So, one hundred percent. All we can do is do those actions and have our own kids. You know, that's a, that's what we have control over. Have them 
make differences like that, good actions and, you know, just create that ripple effect and, you know, another snowball, but in a, a, a good snowball. All we need yeah. is one, man. We just need to touch. We need to, you know, connect with one. Exactly. That's all. I'll drink to that. All right, brother. Uh, salute. Uh, I hear. I hear the girlies in the background, so I'm thinking you. It, it, Cor- yeah, Cora just came in and gave me a little sketch, a little mountain scenery with the sunset on my notes. So, yeah, nice, good stuff. We'll give give those lovely ladies, all three of them, and Tanner, of course. Um, Love and appreciation from from the Ubaldini clan. Down Do south. the same. Uh, way to go, Bella, on uh, competition there. Um, extremely uh, proud uh, Godfather right now. So keep at it, Bella, and yeah, keep uh, keep after it with Elena with the soccer too. So those girls are are killing I got a it. Game. I got a. I got a, Thank you for that. I got a game with Elena tomorrow at like. It's at like eleven forty-five in the morning. Oh wow! <laughs> there are all, it's all kinds of this times. Week. It's a tur- <laughs> it's a tournament this weekend at eleven forty-five on a Friday. Apparently, most of these folks don't have businesses and. I was going to say that it like just that. it doesn't apply. How bad do you want it? That's a, that's what it comes down to. <laughs> well, good luck. Talk Elena. about that competition. <laughs> yeah, talk about yeah. that competition, stress and anxiety, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wrap it all up into tomorrow morning. School, school. No, no, no. Yeah. Nah. Soccer, soccer, Friday off. and more soccer. <laughs> all right. All right. Yeah, yeah give the ladies my good to connect. And, uh, we'll catch you next week then. We'll do. I'll talk. To all right. Thanks, later. everybody. Peace out. Time on the trails. Appreciate your time. Get after pop. it. Gorgeous time in Phoenix. Peace, Peace out. <laughs> later, later, man. Later.